Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With Tesco, where you won't pay more for the products that matter most to you. Tesco, every little helps. It does look as though Limerick may have to consider the banning of lighting solid fuel fires as new research shows how bad air quality can be in some cities around the country. It's been suggested that no burn night alerts could be put in place at times when air quality is expected to be poor. Joining us is Professor John Wenger from University College Cork who was involved in the research that's sparked this latest debate. Good morning to you, John. How are you doing? Good morning, Joe. Not bad, you? So this research was carried out in Cork. Um, first of all, explain what you're talking about when you say poor air quality. Okay, well, what we're talking about in terms of air, poor air quality is very high levels of pollutants. And the pollutant that we're talking about here is particles in the air. It's called particulate matter. And why it's of concern is that it has a severe health effect. So we're all quite... Uh, we all know about these, the famous smog events of London and, in fact, Dublin and other cities around Ireland, uh, especially during the 1980s, um, and, and there were severe health effects associated with those. And when the ban on smoky coal was introduced, there was a significant drop in pollution and a very uh, welcome uh, effect on the health of people. There were less respiratory uh, and cardiovascular deaths recorded as, as a result of that. So we know that intervention here, so action to reduce emissions from solid fuel burning, has a, a definite impact on health. Now, you mentioned uh, the ban on smoky coal, and that ban has been in place for quite a while in right. Limerick City and its environments. Um, what's the story in Cork? Of course, there's a ban in coal in Cork. But um, uh, just, just over a week ago, we witnessed a, an air pollution event that was across many towns and cities, including Cork, Limerick, Waterford, all the small towns like Ennis, Ennis Scorthy, Letterkenny, where the pollution levels... Uh, spiked at over 200 micrograms per meter cubed. Now, this is about 20 times higher than we even experienced during the day. Um, <clears throat> now, the reason for this was um, solid fuel burning, but coupled with the very cold weather conditions. So we had cold weather conditions, a temperature inversion, as we called it, which is like a lid on the atmosphere, and we had very low wind speeds. So the result is that any emissions from people burning coal or wood or peat in the fires are just trapped. They just hang around. And the pollution levels just build up and up and up. And in fact, the pollution didn't really drop off until midday the following day in Cork City. So this is really a quite significant pollution event. And if people are outside and being exposed to those levels of pollution, then there, there, there is a concern for their health, especially if they are uh, have pre-existing conditions. So, for example, if they have asthma or COPD, then they should really take care under those uh, very high levels of uh, pollution exposure. Right, we're chatting to Professor John Wenger from UCC. What do you mean then by solid fuel burning, uh, accepting that there is this ban on smoky coal? Uh, well, burning of any solid fuels, and that includes not just coal, but it also includes peat and it includes wood. In fact, our research from the uh, Centre for Research in Atmospheric Chemistry at UCC has shown that coal and peat and wood all contribute to air pollution during winter months. We've done research in Cork City, uh, working with colleagues um, in Goy, we've done uh, studies in Dublin, but we've also been to small towns. And in fact, in small towns, the pollution levels can be just as bad, if not worse. And the result is, it really is because of the prevalence of solid fuel burning in the winter months. Um, now, So should the ban be extended to all solid fuels? Um, well, this is what is being considered, so I'm not sure if you've caught some of the headlines yesterday. I mean, there's a big... There's a lot of pressure now on the government to act on a nationwide smoky coal ban. 
Um, but they also recognise that it, that peat and wood also contribute to air pollution. And so it can be a little bit complicated now trying to address all solid fuel burning. And quite, and, and quite rightly, uh, people will be up in arms about that because... You know, so for some people, this is their only form of heating. Well, I mean, that's what a number of our listeners were saying on Live95's Facebook page when we asked them this question. Yeah, but that's not always the case. Um, we know, for example, in cities like Limerick, in cities like Cork, not everybody, but a lot of people will have central heating. They will have gas-fired or even oil-fired central heating. Now, OK, we are burning fossil fuels, but those forms of heating are cleaner in the sense that they don't produce particles. So if, for example, now we were to introduce a, a no-burn night, when we know the weather conditions are, are, are should we say, perfect for a pollution night, then we could maybe put out an advisory not to burn solid fuels, okay? But only for those people where they have another form of heating, like central heating. Okay, so th- th- this is actually what is done in the USA, whereby... They look at the weather. They know it's going to be one of those cold, still nights and pollution levels already starting to rise. They say, look, OK, we're going to issue an advisory here. If you don't have, um, uh, there should be a ban on fireplace uh, burning unless you have an adequate source, uh, if, if, if you have another adequate source. But how could you possibly monitor and police that on an individual home-by-home basis? Well, right, OK. So one of the things that you don't bother police that you have as an advisory. And some people might do that. Some people might say, OK, I recognise that this is a bad thing to do. And if I can just bear the cost, shall we say, of putting the central heating on for the night. But that's voluntary. Yeah, we could do it voluntary. Sure, we could. But yes. it's probably the only way of doing it realistically. I mean, you can't really have inspectors in Cardi going house to house saying, sorry, could I get in here and see, are you using your central heating or are you burning solid fuel agree. in the fire? I think enforcement would be, a, would be a very, very difficult thing to do. But in the end, we do have to start tackling this problem. You know, I mean, we, we do have a climate action plan, which is also reducing carbon emissions. So over a period of a few decades, likely we are going to have to move towards different ways of heating our homes, whether it be renewable fuels, electricity, whatever, okay? But, but we should just make the start now because we also know that these emissions have a serious effect on health. So we know, for example, that exposure to particles in the air uh, affects health, people with respiratory conditions and heart problems, and it also leads to the premature death of more than 1,000 people a year in Ireland. And the main source of that in Ireland really is solid fuel burning. Yeah, the other thing that we're aware of on the ground here in Limerick, um, because we get complaints about it from time to time from listeners, is that even the smoky coal ban is ignored. Right, and I think that probably is the case. Um, I think it's uh, quite easy to go outside of the, the ban area, purchase some fuel, and, 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 and then burn it in your home, which is inside the area. And I think that happens in a lot of places. There's a question about how effective the ban is anyway, because we've seen bans in towns like Ennis, um, but we regularly see pollutant levels shoot through the roof there. Now, Ennis has a particular issue because of its topography. I think any emissions will kind of hang around the area there, okay? I think that's it's set in a little dip um, so that basically there's less mixing. But for sure, there's no doubt um, that we do need to do something here. Now, the government is being pushed in many directions from... Advocates, clean air, clean air ad- advocates. There's also a climate angle here as well to move towards different ways of heating our home. Yeah. The other thing is we're chatting to Professor John Wenger from UCC this morning um, that 
any of us could be poor at any moment. Uh, but the problem is that this is most likely to affect the poor at both ends, isn't it? Um, in terms of what they could do to um, resolve the fuel issue right. and then their health outcomes. Indeed. Um, and I think if there is some form of government action here, so for example, I'm just going to give you an example here from Krakow in Poland, which had amongst the worst air pollution in the whole of Europe. But now they've introduced a total ban, and I'm seeing here a total ban on solid fuel burning. This is of all coal and wood in the city of Krakow, whether it's in an open fireplace or a stove, and they're managing to police that. But what they have done is they've incentivized people and they've put in uh, schemes in place to provide other forms of home heating. So I mean, we, we can be smart here. So there's things. Well, like I'm very pleased to hear that there's been that improvement in Krakow because as it happens, we're sending some prize winners uh, this week. Uh, who uh, won a trip to the Christmas markets in Krakow. So it'll be good to hear that the air will be breathable anyway. <laughs> exactly, and it would be great to their report, in fact, because we are seeing air quality data, which is showing that the city of Krakow has much better air quality than the surrounding regions where the ban isn't in place. So I think it can have an effect, but there needs to be support for people who have no choice but to use solid fuel. And what we're talking about here is to probably do things like move away from open fireplace burning. I know a lot of people won't like that, but it is the most inefficient form of heating. It also adds indoor pollution to the house. So people in homes that use uh, open fireplaces, the level of pollution inside their room is 10 times higher than people who don't. Right. Okay. Okay, well, look, I think a lot of what you've said will resonate with people. Uh, Other people remain pretty unconvinced on this one. Professor John Wenger from UCC, uh, thank you so much. Call Limerick today now on 461995.